All right, everyone. Welcome back to the podcast this week. Hi, guys. Welcome to another week of romance in color. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Again, your place for real inclusive love. Um, Kitty, how was your weekend? Did you do anything special? My weekend was really nice. Um, we celebrated my boyfriend's birthday. He Ooh. turned 51. So, oh. yeah, we just went out and I got him some cycling stuff. He, he oh, cycles. nice. Yeah, and there's a big uh, tour, a big bike tour coming up in the city this weekend that he'll be participating in and stuff. So I got him a couple of things for that. And then I just binged watch some shows and stuff. And I'll get to mm. that in um, watching romance. What about awesome. you? How was your weekend? It was good. I spent time with the family. We went berry picking oh, and no. with Tegan and our sorority youth group. Mm. And she had a ball out there picking oh, strawberries. Uh, with her little girlfriend, so they had a great time. I had so many strawberries, I ended up giving some away to my neighbors. What are you so, gonna do with the remaining strawberries? Um, well, I I eat I eat strawberries just about every day because they're good for okay. vitamin C. Um, mm-hmm. but they're in season they're, now. They're sweet. Yeah, they're in season. They're okay. Ooh, girl, they were so good. Oh, and good. They're, vitamin and strawberries are actually really good for weight loss too. Did not know that. <laughs> yep. And so, um, eat some strawberries. And uh, I think I'm gonna make a cheese. My sister-in-law wants me to make a cheesecake, so I'm I'm, mm-hmm. I'm debating if I'm gonna make a cheesecake for her. Well, well that might set you, unless you're giving it away to her. That might set. You I'm back not gonna eat it. Because... No, I'm not. <laughs> oh, you have good self-control, honey. Yeah, I'm not gonna eat it. I'm not gonna eat it. But you know, it, mm-hmm. I'll just I'll just probably just make her one. Well, that sounds so. delicious with fresh strawberries on top. Mm-hmm. I mean, that sounds very very nice. Mm-hmm. 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 All righty. So last week was our post spring break potpourri. Uh, we just had a big talk about a bunch of hot topics. Uh, we talked about ASAP and Rihanna and the uh, cheating rumors, which were uh, found to not be true. Uh, mm-hmm. Alice Walker and Tracy Chapman's alleged love affair, Byway's <laughs> new boyfriend, and of course we talked about Russell Wilson and future and how men are just stupid. So anyway, in yeah. <laughs> uh, watching romance, we talked about the ton of Lifetime movies that we watched, Fallen Angels, Wrath, Raw High School Sweetheart, Fatal Fandom. Um, also touched a little bit on the Ultimatum on Netflix. Um, in reading romance, I uh, talked about Zaynab Takes New York by Aisha Haruna Asa and The Hookup Plan by Sarah Rashard. And in listening to romance, uh, we shouted out Tracy Chapman since we were talking about her. Mm-hmm. And uh, selfish by uh, an artist called Ballad. So uh, that was kind of the rundown of last episode. Mm-hmm. Um, and Yakini, what's going on in hot topics this week? Yeah, so in hot topics, um, Viola Davis, who we love, she recently depicted um, Lady Obama, first lady, forever first lady Obama, um, mm-hmm. in a series. And I know that was met with some criticism, and she was, you know, uh, yeah, she, was she was a little good. hurt by that, but she also <laughs> understands it comes with the territory of acting. But mm-hmm. she did that recently. Um, but she had sat down with, um, in um to do an interview it was called Oprah and Viola a Netflix special mm-hmm. because she has her own kind of personal little documentary coming out so she she did sit down for an interview about that and you know we we talked a couple months ago a few months ago about Sierra's prayer and everybody was asking about Sierra's prayer because people want to have their own you know Russell 
you know, wonderful guy or whatever. And Viola has a wonderful guy in her corner as well. And so she talked a little bit about her prayer. So for anybody's interested, because I know we shared Sierra's prayer, um, Viola talked, said that she, you know, was talking to God and she said she was very direct, very frank. And she said, she feels that he helped her, you know, find her mate. He helped her find, you know, this man she's with now. So some of this um, stuff that was in her prayer, she says, quote, I want a big black man from the South who's probably been married. <laughs> yeah, she kept it real, honey. I know she that's said, right. Yes. I want a big black man from the South who's probably been married before. He mm. probably has kids, which is good because I don't want any pressure in that department. You know, and then she said, you know, I want somebody who's maybe been an actor who Mm. understands the artistic community, someone Mm. who goes to church and loves God. Because I said, if you give me that, I'll start going to church, God, I really will. And I'll be committed Mm -hmm. to it. Mm. And then I just signed off like I was writing a letter. Um, Mm -hmm. And so she said that was her prayer. Very frank, very honest, no frills, nothing fancy, didn't talk about what you gotta have and this and that, but just somebody who she felt because she could be equally yoked with and just who would be the right match for her. And a few weeks later, about three and a half weeks later, she met her partner. His name is Julius Tenon or Tenon Mm -hmm. from Texas. A southern Mm -hmm. man like she asked for he's an ex-football player and he's an actor and at that time he was a single father of two um and in 2003 they got married in 2011 they adopted a daughter so now he's a father of three Mm -hmm. and she's just very happy they've been together you know ever since 2003 happily in love you know um, with their adopted child, she says just physically, he is just so a- attractive to her and sexy and just mm-hmm. he's so good to her. Mm-hmm. So she goes on and talks more about that in the documentary, documentary, Oprah and Viola, a Netflix special event. So if anyone's interested, that became available on Netflix on Friday, April 22nd, <laughs> last Friday. So, yeah, she is just kind of saying, like, if you if you are single and and looking, don't be afraid to kind of ask God for what you want and maybe yes. able to deliver if it's your she time. She was specific, honey. She was. She mm. was. And I appreciate that. I definitely appreciate mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So <clears throat> other kind of marital news, but not so great. Probably mm. no surprise to many people. But if you watch The Real Housewives of Potomac, Ashley Darby, who is 33, she announced recently, or she confirmed that she and her husband, Michael Darby, he's 62, they are separated. So this is after about eight years mm-hmm. of marriage. So a lot of people saw this coming and weren't surprised, but, you know, she stuck by him for several seasons and there were just so many scandals that went down and she always had his back, but she did finally announce that, you know, she was filing for separation. And then she she did um, put a statement out there. She said, Almost eight years ago, when Michael and I said, I do, we anticipated sharing every single day together from that moment forward. Unfortunately, that is not our current reality. We have decided Mm. to separate. We're aware that there will be many speculative views as to why we've made this decision. People Mm -hmm. will be quick to assume that the causes were too much intrusion by reality TV into the Mm -hmm. most personal parts of our lives. They'll assume that there's age gap issues. Or maybe cultural problems. If you don't watch the show, Michael is white and and Ashley is biracial, black and white. Um, Or maybe there were child rearing differences. And she had to convince that man to have children because he had adult children. You know, in his 60s, Mm -hmm. he had grown children. Right. But she didn't have any. So he did finally (coughs) have two sons. But 
Pieces of all these things may have affected our pure love for each other, but no one reason is the root cause of our mutual decision to go our separate ways. We are now both at very different stages in our lives and have different goals for our futures. We both just want the other to achieve true happiness and fulfillment, and we feel that we can no longer do this together. So she went on to say that their goal is to continue to be great parents to their children, and of course, they're mm-hmm. asking for privacy during this difficult time. Girl's going to be mm-hmm. right on the show. You know um, it is. She said, quote, while our romantic bond, bond is broken... We will always love and respect each other. We also know that true happiness can only be achieved by continuing to work together and putting our hearts and souls into raising our two beautiful boys, Dean and Dylan. They will always feel loved and supported. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we ask for your continued support by respecting us as we go through this journey. You know, it was a classy little um, a statement. You know, I like these days people aren't throwing people under the, the bus and slinging mm-hmm. mud and all that stuff so you know it's mm-hmm. classy she has a lot of money coming to her in the prenup so you know good child she, i heard is a lot yeah yeah money. he he's a very wealthy man and stuff so he put her through a lot but she's gonna she's gonna be well compensated for that and mm-hmm. stuff so i definitely just wish her the best she's still young as wendy says young and juicy enough to find a new partner you know two children you can find someone very easily fall in love with the one who will hopefully be, you know, the forever one. And that's it. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, Michael just was embroiled in so much scandal. There were videos, you know, of him being seen out with women and strippers. And there was allegations that he sexually assaulted a producer on the, the reality mm-hmm. show. And that he was slapping the behinds of some of the husbands. <coughs> he just was doing a whole lot. Yes, and um, yes, yes. every time these, these rumors came up, you know, Ashley just kind of held her head high and, and defended her man and stuff. So, you know, and I believe when you're in your relationship, I guess you're going to be one, one force or whatever. She never threw mm-hmm. him under the bus and stuff. So that's that. So they're, they're going to go their separate ways. So I'm definitely sure that'll play out on the show. Michael was more private than Ashley, but Ashley just shares everything. So, mm-hmm. you know, she'll share, she'll share what I guess she feels we need to know. Yeah. But yeah. Speaking of marriages dissolving in a classy way, so Shaquille O'Neal and Shawnee O'Neal, you know, you probably remember Shawnee from Basketball Wives, the franchise that she executive produced, and it was on for many years. And she had, you know, it started with Basketball Wives Miami with the infamous Evelyn Lozada, Jennifer Williams, and then she had, like, Basketball Wives LA. I think there was a Basketball Wives, um, was there a New York? I don't remember. Anyway, so that she I think it was that. Miami. Yeah, yeah, Miami. definitely Miami. That was the the original, exactly. Mm-hmm. And so we oh, that was LA. one of our first. LA. Yep, LA. Yep, with yeah. Malaysia Pargo in them mm-hmm. and Tammy Roman and stuff. Yep, yep, yep. But um, yeah, I remember first being introduced to her prior to the series, and she was just Shaquille O'Neal's ex wife. And kind of he was smearing her name and, you know, they were divorcing and she was alleging that he had, she had some young man on the side and he was giving her money, her little allowance or whatever. And she was stacking it and squirreling it aside for him. And it was mm-hmm. just really ugly. And of course, even at my young age, I knew that there was more to the story. And, mm-hmm. you know, he's come out many years later, you know, to basically acknowledge that he's to blame for his marriage ending with mm-hmm. Shawnee. Um, and it's like he did the interview. He's 50 years old now. Now. And and Shaq really he he really is a class act right now. He really years is later his maturity. Um, so he was doing an interview on the Pivot podcast, 
And he just talked about his failed marriage with Shawnee. She's 47, so she was three years his junior. And talked a little bit about why things went south. And he said, quote, I never talked about this, but I'm glad you guys asked me. Because I don't mind talking about this. But I was bad. She was Mm -hmm. awesome. She really was. Mm -hmm. It was all me. He continued and he told the podcast host that his, his quote, double life eventually caught up with him. He said, Mm -hmm. look, we don't need to talk about what I was doing, but I wasn't protecting her. I wasn't (coughs) protecting our vows. Sometimes Mm -hmm. when you live that double life, you get caught up. So I'm not going to say it was her. It was all me. She Mm -hmm. did exactly what she was supposed to do. She gave me beautiful kids. She took care of the house. She took care of corporate stuff. It was just all me. Sometimes when you make a lot of mistakes like that, you just can't really come back from it. Um, Mm -hmm. So, yeah, they married in 2002. They were separated five years later in 2007, got back together briefly, tried to work it out. But in 2009, she filed for divorce, citing irreconcilable differences. And their Mm -hmm. divorce finalized in 2011. They have four biological children together, ranging in age from 22 to 15. And if you watch the show, the children were always featured on the show. Yeah. Um, And just to see their relationship on the show, obviously it had evolved by that point. And it was very wonderful. It was a partnership. They co-parented in a really nice way. Because at this point, they they were both mature. Yeah. And it was really nice to see, you know, them love on their children together without whatever pettiness and stuff. You know, it seemed like they were past that. So it was just like really refreshing. And I think modeling something positive for Shaq to be able to say, look, I messed up. and, And it's because of me. I feel like a lot of times people are so quick. It takes two to, to end a marriage. It takes two to divorce. It's not to say that one person's perfect and the other person's all at fault. But sometimes, you know, there is somebody who isn't putting in the work, who isn't making the effort and who's stepping out and doing really inappropriate bad things. And that can lead to a marriage to end. So I, you know, I think sometimes it's blaming the victim to be like, well, it takes two. What did you do to, not always, sometimes, right. sometimes, but sometimes one person just didn't do what it took to be a partner yeah. in the right way. So exactly. he's, he's kind of saying like, look, I just didn't handle her right. I wasn't mature. I made some really stupid decisions and I lost her. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm sure that, you know, Shawnee was probably happy to hear that and probably felt validated. Although I know she's probably long since forgiven him for that, but I just appreciated his candor and his honesty honesty it was yeah I'd like to see more of that yeah and I listened to the interview and it Mm -hmm. went to me it felt like the interviews were trying to goad him into saying something bad about Shawnee Mm -hmm. and he wouldn't do he refused to do it Mm -hmm. he he really refused to do it he was like no absolutely not it was on me I did what I was supposed to do and we all know Shaq was out there freaking yeah you know what I mean he was out there in the streets speaking with NBA career, yeah, course. with with hoops and whoever else, yeah, he was with definitely remember that. Um, so he was out there in the streets, you know, and, yeah. and not doing what he's supposed to do. Um, uh, but uh, you know, with age comes wisdom, and yes. I think he's he's grown from that and realized that you know he really made a, a harsh mistake. And I'm glad they're able to co-parent. I'm glad they're able to have businesses together, whatever else they're doing, yeah, um, in a in a positive way. And she's That's going so on. Cool. She's about to be what a first lady. Yes. Now, so yes, you know yes. she's moved on and, and marrying someone else. So you know it's it's she it's they gonna both be all right. They gonna be all yeah, right. yeah. Mm-hmm. That's really cool. Really, really happy about for both of them. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. They're in a good place. It seems yes, each other in a really good place. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Awesome. yeah awesome. And that's it for hot topics. Oh, this was a little quick little hot topic. Yeah, this yeah. Wasn't really popping. Stuff, but it's like we'll keep following. <laughs> you know, people are 
are roasting and blasting Megan the Stallion for choosing to do an interview to talk about what happened. I think you she know, felt like she had, just needed to. You know, I had to cut some a friend off about that girl because I mean, not to go into. She was one of those people. That. I want to know what really happened. One of those. Yeah, like like they was like, oh, I don't, I don't think she's lying about about getting shot, but she like she got to be lying about something. What's she lying about? Why? Or you know, or saying like. You know, um, I, you know, if you know, she wasn't even crying when she was talking to Gail. I'm like, oh my god! So that's the test of if she's telling the truth or not because she's being strong. Oh, it's just so disgusting. It's so disgusting. It's like yeah. black women can't win for nothing, and I'm that's so how tired I felt of doing it. the Will Smith Jada thing. I was really mm-hmm. wanting to just unfriend and cut people off because you just really see people's true characters. And yes, stuff. and it's just I so just, gross. Oh. Yes, I just want the day to come where black women are believed. Yes, and black women are held in yes. high regard for their feelings and are able to feel vulnerable and, yes. and, and yes. hurt because I'm tired of being strong honey sometimes yeah. I need to cry and I yeah. need a shoulder to cry on yeah. and Megan has had so much happen in her life her That's father right. was incarcerated and died, her mother died had brain yeah. cancer, her grandmother yeah. had a heart attack all this other stuff happened she was still in school, girl yes. still in school still trying to graduate and have a whole career you know what I'm saying? Yeah. And do all of that, and, yeah. she able, and she was able to do it. And y'all are still putting this child down. Yeah, put her through okay. all this. She got shot. Like that's mm-hmm. just that's the least we can do. Like why would yeah. she? Oh my goodness. Yeah. yeah. So I had I had to unfriend some people by behind it. You know, some yeah. men who were being misogynist. Some women who were playing. Yeah, that's so disappointing things. when you just ugh. It's just so, yeah. Like I have some friends in high school. I'm like, really? Like I just can't. It's just so. Mm-hmm. 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 Yeah. So. You know, we're gonna lift 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 black women up in prayer. That's what that's that's, that's always what we always do. We black black folks and women of color folks, you know, first. You know, we support them first and foremost. So, yeah. You know, nobody else is gonna support them. We will. Yeah. So yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. All right, you guys. Uh we're gonna take a quick break and come back with this week hot topic, which is don't get got. <laughs> <laughs> dating digital dating over forty. So uh, we'll be back right after this quick break. All right, everyone, we are back. And like we said before the break, our topic this week is about digital dating over 40. Now, Yakini and I are both of the generation where we were on the cusp of, you know, we kind of grew up with the internet. You know what I mean? Like, we were one of the first folks to get out there online, be in the AOL chat room. Right. You know, age, age, location, you know, sex, ASL, age, sex, location. You know, if you remember that acronym. Um, and then the MySpace era and the beginnings of Facebook, blah, blah, blah. Mm-hmm. So we are people who grew up and helped shape the internet, right? And I remember when we were first out there on the internet people would be like don't be out here talking to these strange people on the internet right blah 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 you know fun fact Yakini and I met because we mm-hmm. on the internet yes <laughs> yeah. we even met on met. Black Planet or Mega Greek I think Black Planet but I think yes. it was Black Planet yeah and I think when you had your little bat you remember your little baps group <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. Yakini had, had a little bap group yeah. of little bougie black women <laughs> and we we just, Such good times, y'all. Yes, and then yes. I met so 
many friends. I'm talking yeah. about lifelong yeah. friends. Because we all together kind of went to Zenga and stuff like that mm-hmm. after. So mm-hmm. I and think what you said other, is so yes. true that we kind of were at the beginning. We were founding members of this era. So yes. yeah. Certainly, certainly. But yeah. still, even during this time, and even with folks good sense and good graces, there are people out here still getting catfish. Yeah. Yeah. On the internet. And if you don't know what getting catfish is, I don't know where you've been, mm-hmm. but it comes from the term from the movie Catfish about a guy who was talking to somebody on the internet he thought was a young person who had a disability and all this stuff. Come to find out it was an old lady who was pretending to be young and pretending mm-hmm. to, you know, mm-hmm. have something wrong with them and blah, 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 to gain sympathy and all yeah. this other stuff. So I'm glad you explained that because I was talking to my mom earlier today because I wanted to kind of get her experience of catfishing Mm -hmm. because she shared a story with me of a good friend of hers Mm -hmm. and she wasn't familiar with the term even though we had explained it to her she always forgot so yeah I'm glad you Mm -hmm. gave that background because you know our readers are probably of different ages and things like that Mm -hmm. so as you said catfishing is a term that basically is used to describe when someone is intentionally misrepresenting themselves online with the Mm -hmm. purpose of baiting you into a false relationship relationship catfishing can look like different things you could be Mm -hmm. pretending to be someone you're not entirely you know as you described like the person who said he was a young person with a disability and it was an old Mm -hmm. person Mm -hmm. or it could be that you are misrepresenting your appearance or background what you do maybe you have Mm -hmm. pictures posted of yourself from 30 years ago in high school and those are the only pictures you're sharing so by the time Mm -hmm. you meet someone you're you're an older man you're a middle-aged man or woman and yeah that's also a catfish even though you're the same person you don't look like that your weight or your hair or your whatever without you know is not that way your makeup or what you know so catfishing is when you kind of misrepresented yourself could be for some kind of ill disingenuous gain financially or it could be just because you're lonely and you have a low self-esteem and you feel like being your true self your true right you know you won't be able to meet someone so there's different reasons why people do it and how catfishing looks but essentially it's when you are misrepresenting yourself Okay. And so duplicity old, is the goal. Yes, mm-hmm. duplicity is the goal. Whatever, whatever the reason, whatever duplicitous, you know, reason that you have, like you can't be pointed out physically, mentally, financially, yeah. whatever, you're trying to do something. You know, we've heard the stories of the Nigerian yes. scammers and yes. people doing love scams and stuff. And the yeah. Tinder swindler. Yes. Um, as a matter yes. of fact, um, that just came on Netflix and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Uh, we, we, we know that. And you start to get, man, how many people are so stupid? Why did I know? That this person is swindling. But guess what? When you are caught up in these relationships that are giving you, people are love bombing you, you know, which means they're just flooding you with good endorphins and feelings and things like that. You get caught up and you don't realize that this is not real and this person is scamming you. And I have to say, like having dated online for a long time, I Mm -hmm. think that you can absolutely quote fall in love with someone who maybe you haven't even met yet or maybe you've Mm -hmm. just done some online chatting or video chatting Mm -hmm. you're talking to them every day in a very intimate way so that's why you know people on the show of Neve show catfish which mm-hmm. I really missed that show I think it still comes on it's but like I, I kind of lost mm-hmm. interest it's like in UK or something after Max mm-hmm. left I was over it but yeah <laughs> I totally understand how these people fall in love and they've never met so it's not mm-hmm. this isn't a judgment this is more no like a, how do we keep mm-hmm. ourselves safe especially as kind of a person from a different generation and you might be a little more naive and this is not yeah. a judgment against them it's just a fact yeah so. yeah and and you know as as particularly women 
are getting out there and they're dating and being yeah. older and dating and stuff like that a lot of times people who are particularly older um are a lot more susceptible to scams yeah um and so we just want to like give you awesome tips as as people who have, have dated before online i have and I have been, I haven't been catfished, mm-hmm. but I've certainly been like, hmm, some stuff is just not adding up. Yeah. And yeah. I and I, you know, and and then after a while, you know, I do my own due diligence and I cut people off. Yeah. Like yeah. I'll never forget, for example, when I was in graduate school, um, and me and my boyfriend at the time were on a break, I decided, you know, to delve into the world of online dating and <laughs> started talking to somebody. I mean, it was a break, girl. I mean, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> Really that Absolutely. He, he was in Atlanta. I was in Greensboro, so you know, right. it was, it was, mm-hmm. it was what it was. Yeah. So I was like, let me see what's out here in the streets. Yeah. And I'll never forget. I was talking to this guy. Like I would never like. He would never want to like call me. Like he would call me. Yeah. And, but he would never want to like get on like the computer and like video chat. That's what video chat was just getting started. Right. Um. And he would never want to do that. He never wanted to like exchange like real photos like the photos he sent me were real like model model esque and I was like okay, okay. Dude, like I was like I said look I know I'm pretty but I was like this guy he looked too good like he looked yeah. too good it looked fake yeah. you know like I mean? headshots or whatever like, like it was like you know yeah. headshots you know yeah and then he was just like you know send me your panties in the mail and I was like oh no 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 yeah, sir no. we are not gonna do that and it was very creepy and I was like no I do not I, I'm going to cut this off yeah. This is not real. I do not feel good about this. Mm-hmm. Whatever, whatever. And then what even, made you, you know, feel it wasn't real? Because the pictures just didn't see the pictures accurate. weren't adding up, and then the voice wasn't really going with the pictures. Okay, this is gonna sound crazy, and it's gonna sound real, real crazy. He was give, he was very much giving me Biggie Smalls voice. Oh, <laughs> but, but the no, body I know what was, you mean. Yeah, but the yeah. body was giving me like LL Cool J. Y'all know I what I'm see. saying? Yeah, so yeah. It was it was like something was adding up. Not to say Husky or Brothers are not nice yeah. looking because I have dated the the plethora of, of all sides. Me and my husband is a a, a big man. Okay, yeah. so it's not like I don't date big men, but it just wasn't adding up you know what I'm yeah, saying yeah like if you were honest with me and you were big I might have been okay with it you okay. know what I'm saying but if you were dishonest with me and up here trying to show me these model pictures and you don't look like that you know then you know it's it's, it's very disheartening you know what and I'm I saying? think that's the thing that a lot of people say after they've been catfished it's kind of like even though I met you and you're just as nice as you were online and you really do genuinely care about me the fact that you started this out with deception mm-hmm. makes me not mm-hmm. want to trust you like you mm-hmm. said I'm okay with if you were a big guy or if you looked this way or if you were this age but feeling like you needed to lie about it is just what is kind of like I can't move forward in this yeah 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 yeah, yeah. so you know we're going to give you a few tips about how to avoid uh being catfish yeah and, um how you can you know protect yourself yeah uh from you know you know these crazy folks out here in the streets yeah. uh, no matter what sex you are no matter your orientation no matter your gender preference mm-hmm. for dating y'all everybody be out here scamming so it does not it does yeah. not matter your if you are straight gay bi whatever yeah. they are all out here scamming absolutely so we want you to be careful okay for sure so first off if you meet somebody and we're we're in the age where every phone has a has a camera Yes. Every phone has a camera. Every every 
uh, laptop has a camera. Yes. Every single, you know, video chat. I mean, we have been in a pandemic for two years, y'all. Everybody on Zoom. If this person does not want to video chat with you. Yeah. And they and they they're like, oh, something wrong with my camera, or mm-hmm. you know, I just can't talk right now, or they keep avoiding Skypes and FaceTimes and WhatsApp and whatever. Yeah, yeah. Then they probably die who they are. Okay. Yeah, I think that's probably one of the most important signs, mm-hmm. um, honestly, because like in the beginning, you know, someone may not want to immediately dive into video chatting, and I think mm-hmm. that's fine because people have careers and they're professionals; they want to be sure. And mm-hmm. you really might be having technical difficulties, um, but if someone's been talking to you for months and months, and then it it goes on and they have not video chatted with you, like you said. There's just so much availability of video that there's just really no excuse. And video chatting has been around in different forms for years now. My mom, when she shared the story of a girlfriend of hers who got catfished at that time, this was like a couple of decades ago, but she Mm -hmm. said that she was encouraging her girlfriend. Her name was Mary to do Skype. So there Mm -hmm. wasn't like FaceTime or WhatsApp messenger, but there Mm -hmm. was Skype. And so the mm-hmm. guy just refused to do that. And he would just cite, I'm busy, my thing's not working, my this. So I was like, either he's at home married with his wife or mm-hmm. he's not who he says he is. And those were mm-hmm. all things that my mom was trying to get her girlfriend to explore. But mm-hmm. I definitely would say that, you know, this is number one for a reason. If mm-hmm. after some time has gone by and they're not willing to see you on video, mm-hmm. there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. There's a reason why, you know. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Or if they get on video and it's mad dark and shit, and you can't dark, <laughs> shadowy girl. Shadowy girl. Yes. They, 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 yeah. They're trying to hide themselves. You know? My boyfriend said that. So he was on some dating apps before he met the love of his life, me. And so <laughs> he, he, the one person, he didn't really get too serious about anyone he was dating, but the one mm-hmm. person who he really felt a connection with and ended up talking to for the longest, you know, was a woman. And, and they connected, you know, personality-wise conversations. Everything just was really great. And he was just kind of excited about moving forward. But he just said that it kind of went on for too long where they never met one another. And it took Mm -hmm. her a long time before she would video chat. And it started Mm -hmm. off really shadowy. And then he said that when she finally did, you know, when he insisted that there be more light in the room, he said that she kept the profile, you know, the the camera kind of to her face and above and Mm -hmm. would not let it get any lower. So like we said, there's Mm -hmm. different forms of catfishing. There's different things that someone might be hiding. And he just Mm -hmm. felt it was just like a little awkward. Eventually Mm -hmm. things fizzled off between them. But he said that he felt that something didn't add up and he wasn't Mm -hmm. sure what it was. Like he Mm -hmm. just wasn't sure, but it just took a long time for her to finally reveal herself. And even then she wouldn't lower it past the neck. So who knows? She could have just been painstakingly shy and didn't feel that she needed him to see torso or anything below. But I feel mm-hmm. like when you've been talking for months and months, you need to reveal a little something if you have not met in person. So right. yeah, I, video is just so important. Yeah, super, super important. Mm-hmm. The other thing is, let's say you're not big on talking on the phone, um, but they all they want to do, you know, and this, and this is maybe a generational thing, right? Yeah. So a lot of us were big on talking on the phone. And some people don't like talking on the phone. All they want to do is text, 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 text. If this person, all they want to do is text you and they don't yeah. want to video chat with you or even call you yeah. on the phone, then, you know, something is wrong. Like, I know, I remember when I first started dating Jay, he was not a big, 
I want to talk on the phone person. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and he wanted to text a lot. And and then finally, when I heard his voice, I was like, your voice don't match up with what you look <laughs> like. <laughs> yeah. But it's only because Jay has an, a very interesting accent because he's lived in so many different places, right? Okay. So, when, but I knew he was a real person because you know, we had mutual friends. It had been vetted. Okay, so on that's so always forth. a good thing. So mm-hmm. you know, but but I'm just saying, you know, if you if somebody may not be big when talking on the phone, but still, they need to be open to it at least. They need to be once open or twice. To it. Exactly. Because one thing I feel like we learned from the show Catfish with Max and Need is that when someone is really adamant and avoiding the phone. It's usually for a reason. It might be mm-hmm. that they're a different gender than who they say they are. Mm-hmm. It might be that they're a different age because you can't hide it if you sound really, really young or maybe really, really old. Yes. So there's usually something that they don't want you to know. Um, on the show Catfish, people would even eventually, if their partner pressured them into having a phone conversation, they would sometimes get a different person to get on the phone. But or I they or that. now they have apps where you can change your voice, distort your voice, mercy. distort your voice. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. But that's definitely a, a surefire way, you know, to tell that there's something that the person is is concealing if they don't want you to hear them. You know, because I I'm a texter too over the phone, but mm-hmm. sometimes you need to have phone conversations, especially during that initial getting to know you period. Nothing mm-hmm. can replace the intimacy of a telephone conversation. So if your potential is not talking to you on the phone, those are red flags. Those aren't orange right. flags or pink flags. Those are red flags. Right. Total yeah. red flags. Total mm-hmm. red flags. Mm-hmm. Okay. And let's say you are talking to this person and everything, you're, and you're like, it's going pretty good. And you're like, okay, y'all in the same city or maybe yeah. not that far from each other. And you're like, okay, well, let's meet up. And they're always giving you a reason not to meet. Yes, that is a for sure red flag. Yeah, yeah always yeah, some yeah. excuse from I'm busy excuse. to if you. So back to my mom's friend Mary. She talked to this guy. She had only seen one picture of him that he shared, um, and they talked for years. This started because my mom was saying to Mary, like, "I want to hook you up with someone. I want to introduce you to one of my friends." And Mary was kind of like, "No, no, I've been dating this guy. I have this boyfriend of eight years." And my mom was like, "Oh, I didn't know that. What's he like?" And in talking, <laughs> my mom learned that they had never met. So my mom mm. found that to be odd or whatever. I didn't, you know, for me, eight years is a long time. But the whole not yes. meeting and calling someone your boyfriend, it wasn't that unfamiliar. I know that that happens. But so my mom mm-hmm. started pressuring her friend Mary, you know, to meet him. And Mary was like very protective. No, you know, he's retired from the military, but he does a lot of volunteering. He has kids. Mm-hmm. He's too busy, blah, blah, blah. And so finally, my mom kind of was just like, Mary, you need, and Mary lived in Maryland. And this mm-hmm. guy lived in Charleston, South Carolina. So and so my mom was just like, you have a vacation coming up. You need to plan a visit to Charleston and just be there, you know? So Mary mm-hmm. gave him a heads up and he was like, oh, okay, okay, cool, whatever. And so when Mary got to Charleston, she rented a car and she was really excited and she was calling him and she was taking pictures of herself in different areas of Charleston and sending them like, when are we going to see each other? And when she got to Charleston, he never responded to her he didn't pick up her call and they had been talking up till then but he just refused to have any contact with her and then her vacation ended and she went back home and when she got back home he had kind of created this whole elaborate I think he said he was ill he fell sick and he couldn't mm-hmm. so when someone is like you're in their town and they're manufacturing this really dramatic story as to why they couldn't see you more often than not they're trying to distract mm-hmm. you from the fact that you haven't met and no, they were not suddenly in a car accident. No, they didn't fall ill. 
I don't know mm-hmm. if this guy was married and had a whole family or maybe he wasn't the person in the pictures. My my mom's theory was that he was incarcerated and just kind of yep. knocked you up. Yep. It could have been anything. Too. But mm-hmm. after that, Mary finally, after like at that point, it was close to nine years, she finally cut off ties with him. And at this time, my mom was like talking to me and my sisters and she had never heard the term catfish, never heard of the show. So we sent her mm-hmm. like some footage of the show and some episodes and her and Mary watched it together. It was very cute. And Mary mm-hmm. was like, yeah, I've been catfished. I've been catfished. Mm-hmm. So yeah, the, the making up reasons to not meet you is a huge, huge, they don't want it to end. On some level, they're invested too. You know, maybe it's financially, maybe they've fallen in love too. And now they're afraid to meet you because they're afraid that it'll end. And it might end. So I think yeah. a lot of times they're now avoiding the reality of having to face you and tell you the truth and tell you that they lied. I'm sure that's yeah. not easy to do. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure it's not. Or or they know they're not going to live up to all the lies and expectations yeah. that they put in front of you. Yeah. And, you know, some people are just pathological scamming ass liars. Right. And they're just, right. they're, they're just not who, I mean, for whatever reason, some people also get just a thrill out of lying to people. Yes, it's and, true. And they get off on this, creating these scenarios and creating these personalities and, yeah. and stuff like that. It's sick. It's really yeah. sick. It's a sickness. You know what yeah. I mean? And yeah. it, 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 it really, really needs to be to seriously be careful. Um, this uh, The other one is that we talked about a lot about images and sending you pictures and I, I remember I said about the guy sending me pictures and they look like little model pictures yes. back then I didn't know anything about reverse image search right mm-hmm. so you can, if somebody sends you a picture you can do Google's reverse image search which is a really good useful tool yes I and learned that can, from Catfish this yes show. Catfish always never heard of it. that before and like if you see a picture of somebody and you know oftentimes people grab these pictures from you know Instagram and yep. people who have very public profile, you know, influencers, stuff like that. Um, you know, I've had people use my picture um, and they're like, I oh, remember God. on Black Planet, that used to be a thing. Yes, girl. Pages with you, Lord have mercy. Yes, I definitely found, I found was a, a couple of um, pictures, you know, people pretending to be, you know, back then being Greek and mm. um, saying that this is me and blah, blah, blah. And then they would put like a whole nother chapter and stuff. And then people be like, but wait, I know this person. This is not the yep. chapter they're in and, blah, mm-hmm. and so on and so forth. So a lot of people do that to scam and, 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 and try and get rid of that. But but like I was saying, the, the reverse image search, you know, you get a picture of that person. The person sends you a picture. You're like, oh, they're very good looking. You yeah. know, and you, you put it in the reverse search engine and, and you're like, oh, wait a minute. But that is model, so interesting this to see model, what comes out. Yeah, yep, yep. This model is coming up or this different Instagram, very public Instagram page is coming up. And the person and like, actually has more candid photos of themselves. Right. How come I've right. never seen these? And yeah. well, this description is entirely different than my person. Mm-hmm, yeah. Mm-hmm. All the and information so you could crazy. get. Mm-hmm. Or they're in another location. They're in a they're in like they might have a significant other yeah. all kind of stuff that this person has not told you. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, um, I had I had a friend who was, you know, fairly new to online dating. Um, this was not too long ago, and she was good looking, like gorgeous, gorgeous girl. Mm-hmm. And so it was not strange to me that some other good looking man would be interested in her, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so when she showed me the picture, I'm like, oh, this is a nice looking guy. You know, she did the reverse search search thing and she's like okay but another profile is coming up blah blah so she kept talking to the person yeah or whatever 
And um, this brings us to the next point. Like the social media stuff was not right. Up. Right. Um, so you know the pictures weren't matching the other social media stuff. Yeah. Yeah. And so she's like, well, what, you know, I see these other social media things, and he said something. Like, oh, but that's for my business. You know, mm-hmm. you're on my personal one. You know, I don't gotcha. want a lot of people, you know, into my personal one. Blah blah blah. And then you know, after a while, she's she, you know she kind of took it at face value. And then after a while, they're still talking. And then she was kind of, he was kind of like, oh, I'm real down bad. You know, I, you know, my car needs to be, can you send me some money? Oh, no. You know, yep. stuff like that. That's and another said, big one, another big red flag when money yes. starts getting involved. So they start and getting involved. And then, you know, she sent him some money. Yeah. Um, she, she sent him a little money. Not a, it wasn't a tremendous amount of money, yeah. you know. But they start bucks. off small because they start off small. They want to. You, they want you to trust them and it's small and it's just like a little small thing to see if they can get more and stuff you mm-hmm. know yeah um, so that brings me to the next point when money gets involved yeah. the, FT, the FTC says romance scams are responsible for 304 million dollars in losses oh goodness so you know we talked about oh the swindler about how that man was getting you know hundreds of thousands of dollars and maxing yeah. out folks Amex cards and crap like that um, which was wild to me. I'm like, first of all, how do you have a Amex card with a thirty thousand dollar limit? Child. You, know, I'm, I'm, you know, I'm too poor for that. So I don't know. I know that's that. right. That's not even my reality. <laughs> I wonder uh, if t- 2020. I feel like maybe that was the pandemic. Pandemic and people were home and maybe they were just like really, really lonely and turning to yes. the online. I think we reported during the pandemic how the online dating sites had spiked. You know, their we usage did. and mm-hmm. people were just looking for that love and companionship, and that'll yeah. sometimes make us do desperate things. You know, people are clinging on to that fantasy. Yeah, you know? yeah. People mm-hmm. right now. During the pandemic, they just want to be talked to, touched, loved. Yeah, people are very love starved. You know, they're not yes. getting the, the words of affirmation That's or right. the the things that um you know they would normally get outside yeah. of the pandemic. Yeah. It, it's just been high. You know, if somebody was lonely, um, you know, maybe they had work at the gym or other things to distract them. But yeah. when the pandemic hit and the gym is closed, you're working from home. All That's stuff, right. The loneliness is exacerbated. And so it's just like, okay, oh my God, I, I don't know what to do. You know what I'm saying? I'm in quarantine. I can't be with nobody, you know? Mm-hmm. They start turning to the internet, you know? And, and it gets crazy, you know what I mean? Yes. And so, yeah. you know, during this time, people are, you know, I'm, I'm down bad. I lost my job. Yeah. You know, this and that. Can you send Very me some money? Yeah. Can you send me some money? You know? Right. And then, you know, if you offer them, like, buy them a plane ticket, but they never come, and, yeah. you know, you can't get that money back, nope. and it's just, you know, yeah. it's, it's a mess. So, when you start getting yeah. money involved, oh, honey, that's you know what I'm talking about? That is the, that is the number one red flag. When it's yeah. like, money, no, 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 no. Yeah. That, that, that's, that's bad. I'm not going to give you money, yeah. like, off the, uh. You know, yeah, off the, the bat because those are the catfish yeah. ones that tend to sometimes be like this older person from another country, and they're trying yeah. to, they're not older, but maybe they're preying on someone older and they're from another country and all this stuff. Mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. I feel like that's not necessarily the ones that nec- always happen with young people where they're just pretending to be someone they're not, those mm-hmm. are just different on a different level where they're mm-hmm. trying to exploit the person, not mm-hmm. just pretending to be someone else because of whatever self esteem issues and stuff like yeah. that. So, yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah. another sign that something is not right is the profile picture. We talked a little bit about pictures already and being able to do a reverse image search. 
But mm-hmm. definitely, like, when someone steals pictures, they probably have a limited supply of pictures. So mm-hmm. they may keep the same profile picture for a really long time because they don't have access to new pictures. If they mm-hmm. stole the profile pictures from a real person, like from your page, as you've described, they can kind of freshen it up as you freshen it up. But if they mm-hmm. Googled and found some model images, then they may need to keep those same pictures for a long time. So that's just something to kind of monitor yep. and be watchful of the profile picture um, and if they're able to kind of change it and keep it fresh and, you know, if they're able to produce pictures, you know, on the fly that you ask for, you know, oh, you're at the thing, take a picture when you go to the game this weekend or send me this or send me that. They're not able to do it. They can't, they can't send you a selfie, you know, Mm -hmm. a spontaneous impromptu kind of selfie type of thing. Like, even if I don't want to video chat with you, send me a picture right now. You say you're in your bed, like that kind of thing. Mm -hmm. It's not going to be possible. Um, You may send them those things, but they can't reciprocate. They're obviously not able to. So just be mindful of those pictures and stuff. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yeah. 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 Yep. I totally, totally agree. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. And then also, I think in general, if you're looking at their profile and reading what they're talking about, you know, a lot of times a catfisher may have some kind of job that sounds very lofty or maybe they live overseas, like Mary's boyfriend who said he was a retired military person, but he mm. kept very busy with voluntary military activities. He was often mm-hmm. able to cite that as an excuse for why he was too busy to see her, to meet up and even to talk on the phone or video chat, you know? Yeah. Um, he yeah. said that his job was very demanding and required a lot of him. And she believed that. And she said to my mm-hmm. mom, well, it's just that he's really busy. And at one point, Mary got to talk to, quote, the daughter who was supposedly a lawyer and lived in Charleston. So he got mm-hmm. some young girl, whoever it was, to say, yeah, you know, my dad's really busy. So she still hadn't seen him on the phone. She still only had like one or two pictures in, in eight years. But mm. every now and then he would produce this girl who would kind of explain that dad was busy. But, you know, Mary felt very good because she felt like she knew the daughter. Um, they were running the scam work. together. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. I'm sure he was able to get whoever friend, coworker to, to say whatever, you know, he wanted her to say. Yeah. Um, yeah. Same thing with yeah. my friend. She, she, the guy that was asking her for the money and things, you know, he was saying that he was in, you know, in, in investments and in finance and, he was in Dubai here and then this place there. It was always some weird exotic lo- location. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Like, I'm, in the, I'm, I'm in Japan. I'm in here. So I can't really talk to you right now. The time zones are different. Oh my goodness. You know, all kinds of stuff. But, you know, and, and yeah. if a person has a, this quote unquote job that's in finance and blah, blah, why do they need to borrow money from you? Yeah, you exactly. Know? Exactly. And they're supposed to have this great job. Then yeah. why on earth are they, are they yeah. borrowing money from you? That one you know? sounds like a, a situation where someone may have a double life and a, a wife and all this mm-hmm. and the time zone mm-hmm. thing to explain why mm-hmm. they can't really talk during those evening hours when you're home with your family or whatever. Mm-hmm. But yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. Um, and though, though I don't think many of us would fall for this unless you're just, <laughs> I don't know. But if they have a Poor use of grammar, yeah, um, and it doesn't align with where you are. I mean, it's one thing to say, you know, you and with their educational that. background that they're claiming, <laughs> right? If they're saying they're an attorney, but they're talking like they don't have a good grasp of, of language, 
Yeah. And you're just going to be like, um, you know, That's what's going flag. on here? Yeah. It kind of reminds me of those emailed scams that we get. I'm not going to link them to any particular country, but when you get right. the email scams about you inherited this money from such and such <laughs> and we just need your, your, your checking account number so you can get your inheritance. And supposedly it's, you know, this attorney writing you from the estate of such and such, obviously like the grammar's out is wrong. And it's, it's clearly someone who English is not their first language, or they just don't sound like they're an attorney. Like you said, that's mm-hmm. because they're not. And it's something or or you writing. do talk to them on the phone. Mm-hmm. It sounds like one of those tech support scammy people who are like, yeah don't they say their name is like alex but you know like you're like girl their name is not alex like come on now like right you're, you're not who you say you are like yeah and then the english is just really bad or you know then they're, they're not understanding what you're saying and it, it's no you know you know it's a scam it's a total yeah. total scam yeah, yeah exactly exactly mm-hmm. so yeah i mean i think we've given a lot of um mm-hmm. tips that i hope people find helpful e- mm-hmm. you know hopefully you're not so un- you know unfortunate that you end up giving money to someone but even if you don't to be become the victim of someone who has catfished you it just doesn't feel good and it can kind of create mm-hmm. like psychological damage and really you know can. you can feel depressed because most likely you were seeking love you were feeling lonely so that that mm-hmm. is something that can be very hurtful so I just mm-hmm. feel like we can't be naive, even though we all understand that craving to have love and romance in a relationship. Don't turn a blind eye to any of these clues. Now, it's like if you if out of the 10 things we listed, you know, maybe there's one or two or three. It does not mean it's a catfish. So you don't have to mm-hmm. kick him or her to the curb um, unless it's the two but, but, three that we highlighted as very but important. But definitely have your antennas up. You know have I your mean? antennas like, up. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. yeah. you, you know, it may not be what you think it is, you know. Yeah. You, you know, it, it something might not be, <laughs> might not be right here. Yeah. You know? Everyone like, out there is just not a good person. So it's just, we just have to be safe and protect ourselves. and Be safe and protect ourselves, certainly. Because yeah. there's, lo- there's love out there for the 40 yeah. plus. And, and I think that the online pool of of you know potentials is just so vast and to me it's still the greatest way to meet someone beyond the club beyond the workplace because that can get messy Mm -hmm. beyond you know if you don't go to church I think that the online world is just amazing and has so many rich opportunities but you just have to be smart about it that's all yes super super smart yeah you have any crazy like online stories of like dating like anything ever happened to you that was crazy I think the craziest thing, and it wasn't a catfish in terms of not being who he said he was appearance wise, but it's funny because actually it involves the three of us, me, you, and our girl. We won't say her name. Oh, you know? yes. Oh, but God. We, yes. you oh, actually Lord. were in the center of that because you randomly. It so <laughs> it's so crazy. <laughs> the it three out. of us, three oh, sister Greeks who had Tatiana as a mutual good friend. Mm-hmm. And you somehow connected. I was talking to this guy. And incidentally, I'm still cool with him. Like years and years later, we're friends. He's married or whatever, whatever, you know, married mm-hmm. with kids. Mm-hmm. But I was talking slash dating him. And meanwhile, unbeknownst to me, he had a whole girlfriend. And mm-hmm. you were good friends with the girlfriend. And you mm-hmm. were good friends with me. And I don't know, like, I'm, I lived in New York. She, The girlfriend lived in Jersey slash New York. And you in Georgia. And you mm-hmm. somehow put together. I don't know if I showed you his page or if you just. What happened his was, I, I remember you were talking about him. Okay. And you said something so specific. Okay. That I was like, hold on now. 
what's his name again? <laughs> he, he was me. like a f- aspiring film director, so maybe yeah. it was that. Yeah, it was, it was and he's really also specific. very tall, so there were some mm-hmm. things about him. Yeah, there were some things that were very specific about I said, hold up. So then I said, okay, I said, look, Eugenie, I said, this going to sound crazy. What are the but odds? But I yeah. think this is my friend's boyfriend. And you were like, what? I was like, that is so crazy. Boyfriend. Which is so crazy. Then we all became friends. So we I mean, did. <laughs> and we even met up and stuff. But we the thing about him, even before it turned out he was a liar and a cheater, he also had mm. lied about some things. So, for example, when I met him, I believe he said he, I was at the time, I'm a, what were we, like 21, 22? Because yeah, we, were we were like both new and grad. Yeah, so he told school. me that he was like 25. And it turns out later that he was like 33. So he had already mm. lied about his age. So he just lies. And mm. um, and of course, he. and then I went to his house a couple of times and hung out. That Nothing sexual happened, just FYI. Because, you know, we mm. were just kicking it and stuff. I wasn't mm-hmm. get, throwing off the panties that fast at that point <laughs> in time or whatever. But yeah, we were kicking it and he was cool. He was nice. He was a smart guy. But mm-hmm. there were just some things that didn't add up. And so mm-hmm. when that happened, that was just like really, really wild. So that, that yeah. was funny. Yeah, crazy, and that was funny that you happened to be kind of like the person. I can't who, believe! Yeah. I mean, oh my god, that was the wildest thing ever. Yeah, I was like, that was. That, I was so glad that happened because I think he would have kept that that going for as long as he could have and stuff. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I think that's probably the wildest kind of catfishy thing, and that really wasn't a clear cut catfish, but he Mm-mm. he misrepresented himself in in different yeah. ways and stuff. Yeah, and so yeah, yeah. it was just a sneaky sneaky guy but yeah yeah that's it i never i don't i'm trying to what think i'm trying to think like in the time in between you know i did most of the online dating that i did after i got divorced yeah um and so i'm trying to think like there was this one guy i really really liked like we, we, we vibed he talked to me he called me on the phone mm-hmm. um but he would never like his pictures were all kind of weird looking mm-hmm. like they were mm-hmm. all like like he had a good voice like it wasn't like a good voice he told me he worked in it you know all this other stuff right um he had a good, pretty good job everything but i was like well can i get a better picture of you and he's like yeah you know my pictures aren't the greatest you know blah 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 i was like you know it's you know it's it's okay you know i'm, I'm we're vibing whatever whatever yeah and when he sent me the picture, it was just not, he was not, he grossly downplayed what he looked like. And I was uh-huh. like, it was not, it was not my type at okay. all. Okay. Okay. He just all. looked different and stuff. Totally, totally different. Okay. Like totally yeah. different. And then I remember I also went out with this guy and um, I don't, I don't even want to say, but I went out with this guy and the whole time I thought he was black. That's another good one. I thought oh. he was a black girl the whole okay. time. I thought the guy was black. We and he wasn't? In... No. Oh. <laughs> he was black fishing. How about that? Okay, okay. Before that was a thing, yeah. he was totally black fishing. And that's a thing, so, yeah. Yeah, it is, that, that is totally a thing, y'all. That's yeah. a, that's, that encompasses being a catfish plus pretending to be black because somehow being black constitutes being cool now on the internet. Yeah. And so this particular guy was, you know, a really smart guy. You know, he had a real job. No, he had a real job. He had real credentials. I could look him up, everything. The whole time I'm thinking this man is black. Did he have because, like one of those buzz cuts that looks like a Caesar? Girl, you know it is. <laughs> yeah. Like no, he, yeah. he had the white man buzz cut. You yeah. Know it is. Yeah. And so I'm thinking, I'm looking at him. I'm like, 
yeah. okay like if something is a little off like i've been with men who are very light skinned uh-huh. um and as I, I remember i just talked about this on tiktok a lot of the guys who would pursue me were very light skinned right um mm-hmm. and i don't know why it just it just happened that way yeah. so um you know so it wasn't unusual to me um so i was just like okay well, maybe about you know but then you know he started talking and i was like oh this man is white but yeah. but it was like he was putting on this sort of like black affect to his voice and what he was talking about was a lot of black subjects yeah and things like that and at the time i was a phd student and he was very critical of what I was intending on doing with my particular area of study. And I was just like, this is strange. Yeah. Yeah. This is strange. So that might be this one of the strangest things that happened to me. Um yeah. but wow. the guys, So how did that end? Sister. Did you just not go out on another date with him or did you just did you try and it just fizzled off because he wasn't the one? I it, it just kind of it fizzled. I mean, we only okay. went on that one date, yeah. and then he he thought it went well. And I was they always like, do. Mm-hmm. I've had many like, a first no. date with no second one because mm-hmm. at that time I didn't have the I didn't have the balls to just tell someone you're not it. So I would just kind of <laughs> ghost them after the first date. I feel so yeah. guilty about that. My sister yeah. has talked to me about that. Like, don't do that to people. Like, yeah. just give people the respect and the honesty to say, listen, mm. I had a nice time on the date, but I don't think that you know we're right for each other. Like, I literally yeah. would just avoid them until they stop calling. And when I look back, yeah. it, it's so dirty. But I, 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 after a while, I, after a while, I start getting my getting some balls and being like, yeah, working. But for yeah, him, no, I was just like, yeah, me, I like, don't. don't do that. That's very common. Yeah. For mm. him, I was like, I don't think we have much in common. That's what yeah. I told him. And then he was like, really? You don't think we have much oh, in common? I, I think yeah. we do. And I was like, mm, mm, mm. No. no. Sorry, sir. No. No, no sorry, sir. Because yeah. I was like, I th- and then I straight up said, I thought you were black. And yeah. he was like, is that yeah. a problem with me not being black? I was like, no, but if you were up front with me and told me that you weren't, then right. it might not have been a problem. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I would have been open. I don't know that he would acknowledge that he was intentionally. It was very much. Gi- it was very much giving me Sean King. I didn't, yeah. <laughs> I didn't like it. Yeah, yeah, I, didn't I, like I understand it. that. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It was weird, but I think that might be one of the weirdest things that happened to me. Yeah, it's so interesting. Just really briefly, I met a guy and I liked kind of what his Black Planet page said. He was Mm -hmm. like a corporate lawyer and he was in New York City and it just seemed to check off the boxes. Those were my boxes at that time. Mm -hmm. Um, And he was attractive enough. He was sitting, he only had one picture on his page. He was sitting in like a big chair at a desk, you know, one of those nice leather desks, Mm -hmm. that leather chairs, whatever. And then when we went on the date, I'm 5'4". The guy had to be about 4'11 or 5 feet. Oh, my God. And it's funny because when I saw him in the chair... He looked a little, kind of like a little boy in a chair, but it was kind you of like, I just that. figured it was a big chair. You know, like it can be like an oversized <laughs> chair. And I, I oh, wanted God. to ask him his height, but to me, there's no nice way to ask this, that. Girl, so it I wasn't did. necessary to ask because you were standing I, well, right there. You could guess. Something made me wonder, but I was like, you know what? I'll just meet him because he could be 5'7 or 5'8. And for me at that time, that was a little short, but I, it's okay if he's a really nice mm-hmm. guy or whatever. He was mm-hmm. just so small. So I that wasn't a catfish because he he wasn't standing on like a box, like misrepresenting himself next to someone. <laughs> tall. Do you know what I mean? But I just felt like he wasn't who I thought he was. So that was yeah. more like, I just didn't do my, well, you know, research. he, 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 he obviously didn't have any pictures of himself standing up. So that was, that was kind of the, that was kind of the clear cut. <laughs> oh, right 
So yeah, that like, just didn't work for me. It might work yeah. for someone else. It didn't work for me. Yeah, I mean, so, yeah, the moral of the love. story is just be careful out there. Don't you know, don't get caught out there. Be careful in these streets. In these yeah. East streets, y'all. We want y'all to have fun and be That's safe and, yeah. and meet somebody really cool. Because we've we've heard that we have we we know friends. We are people who yeah. have had successful yeah um, relationships online. I like I said, I met my current husband through Facebook. But again, the beauty about Facebook is if they're a real person, y'all gonna have mutual friends. That's, that's right. the one thing about Facebook that I love. You're gonna you're gonna have mutual friends. And that's why I think I honestly think that Facebook is probably the best place for somebody over 40 to meet. Yeah. Um and if you're gonna do the e dating thing, because you can vet them. You are like, hey, this guy's on your friends list. Is he married? Do you what you know about him? Blah 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 blah. And if they right. say, oh, he's just a mutual, I really don't know. Then you know, you might want to be like, uh. or you know, if they're good for, oh, this my homeboy, you know, this my frat brother, we went to school together, you know, blah blah blah. What you want yeah. about him? Whoop, yeah, whoop. you know, that is that's your perfect tie-in there, you know, that's and that's it. what happened. Yeah. That's what happened to me, you know. Mm. Oh, this guy was up here flirting in my day inbox, talking right. about football. I don't think who the hell are you. And so right. then I went over to my friend's page and I was like, oh, he's cute, whatever. Yeah. And then after I said, yo, do you know this guy? You know, oh, yeah, it's my friend. You should go out with him. I was like, mm, I don't know. And right. so she's like, no, no, go, go, go. So, you know, after a few months, I finally said, yeah. So, yeah, I mean, y'all, there are success stories, but, you know, y'all be careful out here for real. That's for real. it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. All right. <laughs> and you guys, we're going to take a quick break. And we're going to come back with our reading romance and watching romance segment. So you all be safe on these streets. We'll be back. Bye. (laughs) (laughs) All right, you guys. We are back. Um, In watching romance, Yakia and I, this weekend, thoroughly, thoroughly enjoyed. (laughs) Lifetime. Next installment in the Seven Daily Sins, which was Greed. Um, this one starred Monique Coleman, uh, Nathan Witt, who's been in a lot of the um, Hallmark movies, Christmas movies that we love. Um, Eric Benet, yes, and yes. Lisa Ray McCoy. Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, yes. First of all, let's talk about what we thought about the movie. Um, <laughs> it was over the top. It was over the top. It was yeah. so over the top, y'all. It was very much Tyler Perry's. Yeah, it definitely gave me that. It was, it was preachy, sure. preachy yeah. at times, but I still enjoyed it for what it was. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And guess yeah. what, girl? Jay watched it with me. How about he was excited to watch it? He wanted to like, say he was. Because, <laughs> like, like, he had watched the other Yes, yes he did. One? He watched Wrath with me. So he was like, oh, it's another one coming. I said, yeah, next week. He was like, oh, okay. You know, it's not like I'm going to watch it, but you know, in case, if, if you in the room and you watching it, you know what I'm saying? I might watch it. <laughs> right, right. So we watched it and um, oh, some of the acting, oh my God, it was it was questionable. Yeah, yeah. Um, Monique was. was good. Monique was good. But yeah, I had so I many her. questions. She was in that Christmas dance reunion movie that we watched. Yes, with Corbin Blue. Right. Yes. Yeah, and we love that movie. That was super, super cute. Yeah, and you know, and she's been on Dancing with the Stars. She's a, she's a, you know, Disney um person or whatever. Yeah, but she's trying to break out of that mold. 
And but y'all, Eric Benet, his acting. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I did it. We can say the Barbados, the Barbados. I want to just stab. Oh him my god! Jay was getting was so like, annoyed with his oh fake god. accent. Now, was, has he I acted was before, or was this him first delving into it? I've was never this his initial seen him role? Act. I've never seen him act. Yeah, I've only it. known him as a singer. So mm-hmm. yeah. How are we gonna have Eric Benet and he was sing? <laughs> Like there should have at least been a little scene on a stage where he, yeah, they usually do that. Showcase both your talents, right? A little, a little scene of him singing at the piano or something. Yeah. I mean, we ain't get nothing. Yeah, just him all skinny and dry face. It was. Yeah. <laughs> it shocked me though how it, she kind of the first in the beginning of the movie she seemed really sweet. She was a doting daughter and a loving girlfriend. And then she just at that first dinner out with friends, she started coming at her husband, and I was like, oh. You know, I understand though from her perspective. One, I do too. I was about to say, but behind closed doors, you're not supposed to kind of cut him down in front of people. But we know, as as girlfriends and wives, that if our Mm. partner isn't doing what we feel they should be doing, yes, we will check them behind the scenes. Like, look, babe, what are you doing? Like, why are you not promoting your art? Why are you not that? But at the table, you're not supposed to be talking about money and all this, you know, obviously. Mm-hmm. So I she, felt like at first she was trying to really put him on, you know what I'm saying? She was. Like, oh, he's a great artist. He, he was kind of being a little resentful. Like, and he was being resentful, yeah. yeah. I was like, come on, bro. You know he you wasn't know. living up. Maybe he was afraid of his own success or fit. So mm-hmm. he was not living up to, yeah. Yeah, he wasn't and living he, up to his own potential. Mm-hmm. But then all of a sudden this whole one eight, off of- Yeah. Next <laughs> thing <laughs> <laughs> we know, she like, yeah, I'm not coming home for a few days. Like, yeah, that was quick. That was quick. And I thought they were gonna have some crazy twist like her, like Lisa Ray and Ebony was really together. I did but too. I was I, but they didn't to happen. They were, just, they were just they were just they were just crazy cousins who were yeah. in cahoots. And yeah. you know, his 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 acting was real bad. Um I enjoy Nathan Witt. He's a good actor. He, yeah, he, he did. He did his thing. Such a cute little guy, and I enjoyed him. And as he's well. so attractive. So yeah. attractive. Um, and his little hat it, swag throughout the movie. Yeah, yeah his little hat swag. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think he could have been at the Anthony Hamilton concert I went to a few weeks ago with that hat on. Mm-hmm. Uh, with his cat daddy hat on, but um. Yeah, it was good. You know, Lisa Ray was Lisa Ray. You know yeah, what I'm she was if Lisa... y'all know Lisa Ray, she was Lisa Ray in the movie. Yeah, um, but I, I guess I give it a good, you know, three and a half out of five. So, so it was Do you have a favorite of the installment of the four? Hmm, I know the first two were several months away. Previously, um, which do I like? I like the one with Carrie Hilson and Tank. Yeah, yeah, that first one. Oh, that was steamy. It was yeah. very steamy, which yeah. I enjoyed. Yeah, I yeah, it. I did too. I did. Um, well. the other one was was it Envy? Was that one? It, that was Envy? the one where the girl went to find her sister, and she was claiming. You know, remember the dad died, and she found her long lost sister. I forgot. Was it Envy? Oh, the, oh yeah, that yeah, was yeah. Envy. And he, she, but the, the one sister with... hired her at the job, and she was kind of, you know getting too big yeah. riches. I think yeah. my number one is also the Carrie Hilson and number two mm-hmm. was uh Wrath with Michelle yes. Williams. I thought Michelle did an excellent job. She did. I mean she did. I yeah. she was very and good. that plot was just enjoyable. It was she just did a great plot. job. I liked it. I liked the job. whole kind of uh trope I guess. Yeah, so, and, yeah and I like that she wasn't like a, a, a just a 
wallflower you know what I mean like she wasn't right she was a strong woman who advocated for herself she wasn't Mm -hmm. dumb she wasn't gullible she cut him off Mm -hmm. when we would have cut him off but and yeah we might have to like it was a very realistic handling Mm -hmm. of that guy Mm-hmm. you know yeah so yeah was. those two were my favorite and then these yeah. these two were good too i'm just enjoying this i i hope yeah the yeah next year, set of i guess there's three remaining um yeah i I'm think victoria christopher murray is still working on the book okay um so, oh right you said that last week that's right yeah i think she's still mm-hmm. working on the book the book um i can second see but okay um as we talk about some other stuff but yeah she i yeah it you so we got raft we got lust was the first one lust yeah yeah lust and then envy was about the sisters and then greed yeah Yeah. so i think she only has those but i think she has some more coming what are the other three deadly sins gluttony gluttony yes 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 gluttony uh vice i don't know I don't know. Let let me me go to, I'm trying to think go. of that movie seven with uh <laughs> Morgan. I know, I know. Um, um let's see what the Stanley did Deadly Sins, other right. capital vices. Um here's a chart. <laughs> here's a chart. Sloth. Sloth. That'll be pride. I wonder what they're gonna do with that. Oh pride. Pride, yeah. Sloth is just being lazy. Like sloth yeah. is lazy. Pride, pride. Pride is a good one. Pride can always come for the box. Yes, and, that'll and be gluttony is like being in excess, overindulging, yeah, overindulging. whatever it is. Yeah. That could be a that could be anything. Yes, um, it could. So I'm curious how they're going to handle that. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Mm. So I, I I hope I hope um, that we get some more because I yeah. think it's a good series. Me also, hope we I also hope we get some more of the Fallen Angels. That's what I was um, just thinking. Speaking mm-hmm, of, I really mm-hmm. hope we do. Yeah, definitely hoping that. Speaking of series, did you, were you able to catch the wrong blind date this past weekend? I did not get to. I have a DVR though. I got to the busy. wrong blind date. That was that the came most on? recent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The wrong no. blind date. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Another Vivica installment. I know. I'm gonna watch it this week. I'll watch it this week. So I'll talk about that next week. I don't know. You know, sometimes Vivica's like a peripheral character and she just mm-hmm. kind of pops in as a guidance counselor or whatever. And then her little line at the end, I guess you got the wrong blind day. So I don't know if it's mm-hmm. featuring, you know, persons of color or not. It, it's not always, even though she's she's always in it. So mm-hmm. yeah, I'll, I'll check it out this week and I'll report to you guys if I think mm-hmm. it's worth the watch. <laughs> but but this, um the the um, Fallen Angels Murder Club, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, she has a ton of books. Like she has, you mean books. aside from her series? Mm-hmm. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. She has Fallen Angels Murder Club Book One, Sticks and Stones, which is Book Two, Return of the Fallen Angels Club, which is Book Book Three. Um, the oh, trade number two book. was book. What you said number two was uh movie two. It was something called Sticks and Stones. Okay. Um, I don't know what that one was about. Um. Mm-hmm. So she has a few, okay. Oh yeah, she has a lot. So we can we okay. we might have us a good little run. Nice of, of mm-hmm. movies. Um, um. Oh, they they actually did book number three second. So I guess. Oh, I guess, okay. Yeah, that's what yeah. threw me off when you said that. Yeah, yeah. Okay. They did book number three second. So, um, there is it's 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 gonna be. I think it's gonna be good. Yeah. Um. Our our her name is R. Franklin James. If you want to go. And read the book, mm-hmm. um, but uh, she's a former attorney who uh, has written these books. So y'all, y'all, mm-hmm. y'all go check them out. We enjoyed the series; very good. 
Mm-hmm. Very good. Yeah. We um, just a reminder that Grace and Frankie, I don't know if you watched that on Netflix, Mm-mm. is coming back on the 29th. I love Grace and Frankie. This is the end of the series. And I am going to be very, very sad um, that it's ending. Um, but, you know, it, 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 it is what it is. About two older women finding love and loss and stuff. It was with uh, Jane Fonda and, uh, oh, God, why well, can't think of the other lady's name? Oh, Lily mm-hmm. Tomlin. Okay. Um, and it, was, it was so good. It was just good. Just a good, good show. But, yeah, the other half of it is premiering on the 29th, and it's going to okay. be another series. Okay. And, um, yeah, what else did you watch? You said young, young. So I definitely binge watched Young Rich and African. Yeah, and that awkwardly has only seven episodes in the series. Mm-hmm. It ended on major cliffhanger, so there really should be eight. It ended on a really, really good cliffhanger, but mm-hmm. it was cute. I mean, it was kind of giving Real Housewives of South Africa, or mm-hmm. you know, because it was based in South Africa in Johannesburg. Although mm-hmm. the cast members included, you know, folks from South Africa. Um, there was a couple of Nigerian folks mm-hmm. and what was the third country? Uganda, maybe. I think um, it was from Uganda, yeah. Yeah, I, yeah. I watched a couple episodes. Yeah, I, I, didn't, yeah. I haven't finished beautiful it yet. Beautiful people, beautiful. You know, Johannesburg is obviously like the New York City of, you know, yeah. the motherland and stuff. So, yeah, I mean, gorgeous, gorgeous, rich, wealthy, you know, Africans. I, I wanted to watch it because I just enjoy kind of watching opulence in general mm-hmm. among Black people, but particularly, you know, even though the narrative of Africa as a continent has changed, there just still are so many people who feel that Africa is, number one, a country, and that it's poverty-stricken all across the land. It's so it's just always mm-hmm. entertaining for me to just, like I said, I'm into the mm-hmm. housewives in general. This really gave me, like, real housewives versus just mm-hmm. a reality show. Mm-hmm. So it was it felt like a mix of real high five and love and hip hop. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because mm-hmm. there was some cat right, exactly, exactly. Mm-hmm. The analogy. So yeah, mm-hmm. it, it was cute. I enjoyed it. I will be back for season two if it's picked up. And I hope it does well. I hope it does well. Sisters, I want y'all weeds to get better. Yes, those weeds were not the best. Maybe they'll see themselves after, you know, the first season. You know how every reality show, the makeup and the hair isn't that great, Mm -hmm. you know, until you see yourself and you're like, okay, I got to do better. So I I expect the season of Real Housewives of Atlanta. Right, if we look at the first season, Nene with that straw orange wig and just all them (laughs) terrible wigs and stuff. And then today, wigs are just so bomb and laid and Mm -hmm. stuff. So, and that's just about yes. finding the right hairstyle. It's not even about money because all the women had mm-hmm. money. I think they just need to see themselves and read the comments on Twitter and Instagram and realize, you know, you could do a little better. But yeah, but yeah no, yes, it was yeah. it was cute. It was. Yeah. I'm not gonna say it was high quality programming that depicted, you know, the quality and the multi. No, it was like kind of superficial and and sitting catty and stuff. But you know, I was here for. Oh, it. Oh, you say you like opulent stuff. You need I to didn't... check out. You need to check out Bling Empire on Netflix with the okay. Asian, Asian Americans. Okay. Oh my God. <laughs> I love that fucking show. It comes back in May. Okay. Um, and so, and like, I think next week, weekend. Um, but oh my God, y'all. Bling Empire. If you love Crazy Rich Asians, the movie, this is Crazy Rich Asians on 12. Like these, these people, mm-hmm. and I don't mean it like, I don't mean it in a derogatory way. These mm-hmm. wealthy folks, <laughs> my God, it, the 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 stuff that they do, 
god, I just can't even like wrap my brain around oh. it. It's like 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 okay, you you know, on um on like young young rich and Africans, you know, they would go in and shut down the um, store and blah, blah, right. blah, whatever. These people would just have the store come to them and then like buy out the whole thing and, and then oh my god, have somebody come in or they'll say, Oh, I'm gonna fly to Paris for the season so I can get my, oh my wardrobe. You know, mm-hmm. it, I mean that kind of thing. I mean the opulence. Oh my right. god. I love and opulence. And then yeah. and then I mean some good looking folks on I mean good yeah. looking men on the cast. Okay. But so ooh, I gotta child. check that out. And yes. I know the real You gotta watch the first watch the first season. Yeah, okay. you gotta That's watch on that Netflix too. now. Mm-hmm. Okay. It's on Netflix. So you gotta watch you gotta watch the first season so you can get ready for okay. the second because they kinda left that one on a cliffhanger too. So yeah, you yeah, I'm ready. I'm ready for it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right, so in reading romance, I want to give a shout out to my friend Kat Wynn. I was on her tall doctor fictional podcast. I don't know if y'all remember a few weeks or a month ago, uh, but her um, debut partner track is out. If you love steamy, spicy office romance, um, this is the book for you. It's about Purdy and Carter and their shenanigans and how <laughs> uh, they have like a one, she has like a little one night sexual thing with this man thinking she's uh-huh. gonna see him again uh-huh. and come to find out he is working in her office and one of the newest partners who basically steals her job so oh. it's, 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 it's really really good um, shout out to my friend Kat she did a bang up job for this her debut um, with Harlequin uh, Karina and she is amazing uh-huh. um, <clears throat> the other thing I want to shout out my other friend Nue Ker- Kerwin her book comes out in August, August second. But I oh, got gave to me her. Early, yeah, she gave me an early arc of it. It's called Long nice. Past Summer. Um, it's about um moving on from a broken heart and a broken friendship. Okay. Just a little um blurb about it. It says Michaela Martin is living the polished life she's always planned for. Successful with a promotion in sight and a devoted boyfriend by her side. She's come a long way from the meek teen she was growing up in a small town in Georgia, but the memory of her adolescence isn't far. In fact, it's flashed across a massive billboard in Times Square. An old photograph of Michaela and her former best friend, Julie, has landed on the cover of a high-profile fashion magazine advertised all over the city. And when Julie files a lawsuit, Michaela is caught in the middle as the defense lawyer for the magazine. Not only will she have to face Julie for the first time in years, Michaela is forced to work closely with the photographer in question. The former love of her life and Julie's ex-husband, Cameron Murphy. Michaela needs to win the case to get her promotion. And as a junior partner, she has no margin for error. But unresolved feelings still exist between Cam and Michaela. And jealousy always made Julie play dirty. So... I just started it and oh, oh that sounds it, very intriguing. It's very mm. good. It's a little bit of a triangle thing going yeah. on. And I think I think y'all will really, really enjoy it. So y'all pick that up when it comes out August second. Okay. Um, sounds really it's, good. It's, it's really, really good. But yeah, that's all I got. I have not listened to anything, girl. <laughs> okay. I don't I'm not same, listening to nothing. Same. What about you? Mm. No, nothing in particular. Mm-hmm. No, no. Nothing that I have to recommend, yeah. No, nothing to recommend for me either. I am have given myself a goal to finish this second book in the duology at the end of the summer. So I haven't really been reading too too much. Okay. Um I am recommending a lot of these books, but some I'm reading. 
I'm reading only basically my close close friends. But, okay, because so, I know um, you had said that you had to scale back in order to be able to really pour yourself into your own. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We appreciate that. Yeah, yeah, it's difficult, but you still will be getting a summer reading list just okay. before you all hit the. Beach. I know people look uh, forward to that, so that's and good. it's gonna, but it's gonna be a very short list. Um, okay, I, I admittedly, a very very short list this summer, but. Anyway, that is all, you guys. I hope you all enjoyed this podcast. Uh, we will see you all next week for more shenanigans. <laughs> yes, have a wonderful and safe week, guys. It's getting warm out there if it's mm-hmm. not hot in your area. But yeah, oh, enjoy this bit of spring that we're getting. Yes, it is already 84 degrees in Atlanta. Oh, so girl, you all need 50 to... degree days oh, and stuff. God. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> So you all take care. Be careful out there on the internet. And we will all see you next week. Alrighty. Bye. See you next week. Bye.